players, welcome to CGM's podcast. That's Comic Gaming Magazine's podcast, and this is episode 76. That's right, I'm back. I was away for a couple weeks, but I am back to host. Who hosted while I was gone, by the way? Me. Oh, yeah. With your sexy DJ voice or just oh, yeah. regular Brendan voice? The sexiest of DJ voices. You hosted sexy DJ voice with the table full of men? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Super it sexy, was, that It way. was the testosterone edition. The testosterone edition. Yeah, it yeah that's what it's mostly like in yeah. here. Or the, the anyway. estrogen edition. Yeah, whichever one you want to look at. it. Same thing. Absolutely. The facial hair edition. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that. Well, we have a, a very full table today. And to my right, with his sexy DJ voice, is Brendan Fry. How goes? <laughs> that wasn't sex. That was just regular. Voice. I don't even know what that no. was. And across from me, the illiterate Wayne Santos, yep. who the so not sexy voice, just fresh off the, his his sound off rant. Yeah, the com- the complete opposite of sexy, just like totally unsexy, asexual. That's I thought, I thought being it's nerdy like, was sexy. It's, it's, it, was, it was in, isn't yeah, it? I'm, I'm I'm so not sexy that it's just sexless. It's just complete, It is anti-sexual. Wouldn't he be anti-sexual. so not sexy that it's sexy? Like dogs no. that are so ugly, they're cute. No, that's not a thing. It's, that's not the way it, it works. It is a thing. Is, no. <laughs> that's not how singularity works. Yeah. Oh, fine. And next to Wayne is the literate Phil Brown. That's me. Fresh off his awesome review of Gravity. Yeah, it's great. We'll talk about yeah. that. He I, oozed. He's better. It was he oozed. oozed. It was five ooze. It's amazing. Yeah. He filled the cup. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and oh, to God. my left Just is Alex. Me. Mountain man Alex. Back he looks from the forest. Yeah. What do you do in the forest? Or do I want to know? Oh, he's a lumberjack. And he's okay. He's he works all night. Then he works all day. I got a PS3 built into one of the trees. Yeah. See there. That'd be amazing. Yeah, you uh, use a beaver as a uh, modem. <laughs> Does it work well? That's better than uh, what we believe Beavers is in our, na- our nature's uh, connectivity. Well, there you go. Oh. And they also make a darn fine ottoman if you can get them to sit still long go. enough. So, so that's, not that I know personally, of course. I've, a, I've never used a beaver as an ottoman. Never. Yeah, yeah. sure you haven't. Tend to bite. Yeah. You seem very knowledgeable on the subject. Well, Wayne no, knows a lot of things. It's like you know, one hears things in the forest. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And speaking as, like, animals as power, look in our next issue in November to, th- to see what we think is in the Xbox One. Thanks yeah. to Joe. Yeah, there's some good images that are there coming out of this There is some amazing issue. images. Anyway, oh first gosh. off the news, I will start with Tom Clancy died. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. 66, I believe yeah, it was. He was not very old. That's what happened. No, yeah. it's not very he wasn't old very old. Uh, does any? I do not actually know how he died. I assume a tower of books fell and crushed him, but no, I could be I wrong. assume it was some complication to some illness. Actually, yeah, they're, um, they're not exactly saying what. They're just saying oh. it was an illness of some sort mm-hmm. and that he died at the Johns Hopkins Hospital, which was near his Baltimore home. Aww. And that's all the information they've actually disclosed about But it was an illness. It, it wasn't yeah. a tower of books. So, yeah, it, okay. it was not a tower of books. So how do we all feel about, uh, does, does anyone at this table, do they read Tom Clancy novels? Yeah, his novels are okay. You've read oh, a yeah. few of them? I've read Politica, and I've read, I don't know if he actually wrote that one, to be honest. <laughs> I've read Hunk Thread October, and I've read, what's the other one? I forget. There were so many other ones. I know. Yeah. The one other one he wrote. Like what, the, the, the Rainbow Six one? No, I never actually read that. The, the, the Patriot Games? Oh, yes, Patriot Games. That was it was Patriot Games? Patriot Games. I haven't read that in years. Oh, did you say earlier that you read some of his I stuff? read part of the prologue of the Rainbow Six novel, and okay. then I put it down. That was, that was it for you? probably right? okay. I, it, it just was a lot of description 
which yeah. is my pet peeve with a lot of uh, with a lot of noir type novels and military yeah military novels is just it's all about showing your research, and I just don't yeah. find that entertaining. Yeah. There is an audience for that, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah there, there are some obviously, people that yeah, really, obviously. really eat that stuff up. So. Oh, yeah. So we know that even though Tom Clancy does, he will continue to live on making games with Ubisoft. Yeah, as, as a result of that really bizarre 2008 deal. Yes, they bought his name. They bought his name in 2008. But only for rights so to video weird. games, right? And books related to his video games and movies that are based on the video games. Yeah. So like a Rainbow Six movie type so, yeah. thing. No, so. I don't know if that one counts. Rainbow Six is the weird one. No, Ra- Rainbow Six predates that stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. Rainbow Six was an actual novel that he wrote, yeah. and then the games were based off of it. So. But now they can continue to make Rainbow Six games and stick his name on them. Yeah, yes. I assume yeah. that they can do that. It's yeah. really weird. It really seems quite weird. Yeah, just well, like you know, yeah, like Tom Clancy's The Division when that comes out is going to sort of be like a head scratcher for most people. Or it's like, well, it's, to be fair, his involvement in that game was minimal to begin with. I mean, he wasn't actually involved in the game at all. It's got mm-hmm. his name on it, so it's quite the legacy, though. Yeah. It's going to continue to go on for quite some time. His oh, yeah. name will live on way longer than most other people's names. It's so it drop off. Like every military FPS in some way alludes to Clancy. Yeah. It's like sort of, yeah. It's a smaller version of Disney living on. Yeah, yeah. it's just a bummer because now, like, ninety-five percent of the population is going to have to think about what to get their father on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> there will still be books from Tom Clancy. Yeah, but they'll will have got them all by now. No, no, no. there will still be books from Tom Clancy. Oh, really? It's going to okay, be like well, a Tupac Shakur thing where they're going to keep releasing. Well, no, out. because there's so many ghostwriters that use the Tom Clancy name that. There's going to be books from Tom Clancy for years to come. Okay. That's disturbing in a way as well, though. Yeah, I'm thinking, wait a second, how much of this did he actually write? Yeah, I wonder how that's going to affect the public domain thing. I don't know. Because it's... Uh, no, it's, it's all kind of messed up when it comes to the Tom Clancy name specifically, since oh, yeah. Ubisoft owns the rights, but then you know the Tom Clancy estate will still also own some rights. So mm-hmm. yeah. probably very divided up into yeah, certain exactly. portions for certain so. people. And then in 50 or so years, the public domain question comes up, and we have to figure out how that works. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, D- Disney would have pushed it on, so it's now 400 years by that point. It's Yeah, Disney's just going to keep pushing it until they never run out, and Mickey is just this eternal towering... I thought Mickey was a god by now. Like, we all Basically. just like, whatever. Mickey's a god. We're just done. You know, thousands of years in the future, they're going to be like, oh, that Mickey Mouse, man, he made the Earth Basically. in seven days. I've seen at least one RPG that's uh, based around that premise. I, I'm scared. Yeah. Which what? Like, uh, we're not talking about Kingdom Hearts now, are we? No, I'm talking about... Uh, <laughs> Just a, I'm just alluding to a pen and paper one. Uh, oh, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, they made Mickey out to be pretty godlike in Kingdom Hearts. You know, not made well, the universe godlike, but... I, He's king in, yeah. in Kingdom he, Hearts. He was like, you know, the king of multiple planes of existence yeah. in Kingdom Hearts. He's which King like, Mickey. Yeah. I mean, he. I'm surprised he isn't some sort of, like, governor of California or something by now. Maybe it could his voice actor him. is. <laughs> no, I could just see Disney yeah. just... When they would have to make speeches, they would just draw them. Yeah. And it would just be... Disney ruling California. Well, they kind of already do anyway. Well, so. There you go. Yeah, the true. political equivalent of jumping the shark. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Brendan. Uh. All right, so we know Tom Clancy has died, and you know we're, our hearts go out to his family. But we know his name will definitely live on, and you will get way more military yeah, shooters you don't have forever. On forever. Agnosium. Yeah. Until they involve Mickey, and then this is me. Tom Clancy presents Mickey Mouse, Rainbow Six. All right, other news. Wayne, The Last um, Guardian. Yeah, The Last Guardian has now been announced as, okay, this 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 is very weird. It's like now Shuhei Yoshida, like, you know, one of the big Sony heads, has come in and done some damage control. As um, you do. Yeah. So it, you know, like, at first it seemed like The Last Guardian was on hiatus, 
But then Shuhei Yoshida, who was you know the head of the you know Sony Worldwide Studios, came out and said, no, actually, Jack Tretton, the um, head of Sony Computer Entertainment America, said that it was on hiatus. But really, what the case is is that it's only the information that we release about the game that is on hiatus. The game itself has actually been you know full steam in development, Weird. and we are still planning on you know releasing it. It's just that it is now being re-engineered for a reintroduction. Those were his exact words. I got nothing. When, previous to this, when was the last announcement about The Last Guardian? Oh, my God. Months ago? I thought it was years ago. I haven't heard about this game in a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Yeah. There we discussed was, it on podcasts at one point. Yeah, though, I mean, so there, there was been. no mention of it at um, this year's TGS. Yeah. There was no mention of it at this year's E3. It was just completely absent for the year 2013. Sony didn't talk about it at all. Um, so, yeah, that, that careful selection of words, you know, re-engineering... That's kind of had a lot of people debating. It's like, so is this going to make the jump to the PS4? Maybe, which does not seem like an unreasonable thing. It doesn't at this point. It's kind of um, late. It's like, especially when you consider the fact that they were saying one of the reasons why it was taking so long to come out was because of technical hurdles that they were experiencing with the PS3. PS4 probably, won't have those problems. Yeah, probably that 512 megabytes of RAM that was such yeah. a problem for like everybody else on the PS3. So, how long has this been in development for at this well, point? Well, I mean, it was time? it was officially revealed as a trailer anyway, like back in 2009. Yeah. All right, so yeah. about four years. But it was it was like you know it was hinted at in rumors and stuff like that even before that. It's just yeah. that was the first official acknowledgement of it was what's, in 2000. What's the average for a game? Two years. Three. 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 Three is about the average for a triple-A okay, console so we're, game you know, these Four days. years at least is not pushing but it. If we get up to of. six, though, so yeah. we're going to have a We're problem. not in Duke Nukem Forever territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're at 14? Uh, 14, 13. And, wow. uh, and it did not look... No, it was a bad game. Nice. It was released just because to say they did. Yeah. yeah. That's not a reason to release it. Aliens no Colonial Marines was also on the back burner for a while. That, that definitely, oh. like, you know, passed the three-year mark. That was left on the back burner, yeah. though. That was just stirred yeah, occasionally so. and then put out. Yeah, so it, it, it does leave me with some cause for concern because, you know, I've, I've heavily emotionally invested in this game because... Well, it's Fumito Ueda who gave us Shadow of the Colossus, which is like a high watermark for you know the games as art argument. It really is. It would so. be absolutely devastating to people if this just was a crashed yeah. piece of uh, awful. Oh, yeah. true. Duke Nukem, last Duke yeah. Nukem Guardian. It, it would be even worse it would because just be awful. the Guardian Forever. Forever. You're com- oh, if God. you're coming off a of Shadow of Colossus and you and you cause it to break down like that, I'm just I would just think it's think of it as one of the signs of the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, people are stick a gun in your mouth, be yeah. done. Dark. Walk out into the wilderness. That's what you'll survive in the, end of the yeah. apocalypse. Alex will be yeah, fine. He'll, he'll be, be in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have my uh, my pit boy, and I'll be out there with your beaver slaves. Yes. Yeah. At this point, I think the expectations are that you know this game needs to make people cry. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, has my, to be amazing. My, yeah. My, myself, my own personal theory. It's like I'm not speaking from like you know any inside sources or anything like that. It's just my gut feeling is with this game they're going to pull an old yeller. That's, of course they are. That's that's what I'm sure they're the going to do. The kitty dragon gets rabies. Yeah. It's like yeah, the, the kitty Aww. dragon. Something happens to the gigantic kitty dragon, and you're going to have to put him down, and then you're just going to be like you know, completely broken up. And you have yeah. to do it yourself. So you have to yeah. like but a yeah, hard, complex button. Keep put put mashing that's, X yeah. to kill your kitty yeah, exactly. dragon with a right? stick. Yeah. Oh, this is just I don't want to play this ever. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, pushing over towers on top of its yeah. head. Like it won't die. Push it down the tower. Oh god. No, no, I mean, yeah, you'll you'll have to get right up to it, and you'll like I don't know, like inject something or something like. You have to stab it in the neck I, with a stick. I can't or... argue with you on it, and that terrifies yeah. me. 
because it's such an obvious thing that yeah. if they do do it, it's going to be a real strike against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the kitty dragon will have a litter of kitty no, dragon they, pups. They, and they, they need to do oh, it. God. You know, it's like just, just for that scene when you're looking into its big eyes and it's just like, you're killing me now, aren't you? And then well, people, maybe they could reverse it yeah. and just have the kitty dragon go evil and you have to play it trying to kill the main. Oh, yes. That would yeah. be great. I guess That'd you, be fun, though. That wouldn't be heartbreaking, like no, having to I mean, kill like, that's, the that's kitty the dragon. That, that wouldn't be emotionally affecting. That would just be hilarious. It would yeah. be the, it would be the dormant so, ending. Yeah. Like, we get another dormant ending. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, see, the reason that the dormant ending was so effective was, you know, because, you know, it's like there was a lot of heavy emotional investment in that. And then at the end of it, you're like, what the hell just happened? Why Why did I do that? It's like, okay, I understand that he kept his word in a way, but this completely screwed everything over. Oh, my God, this sucks. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that was where the impact of Shadow of the Colossus came from. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to discuss the ending now, right? I mean, like, yeah. uh, spoiler alerts are, like, years and years gone on that. It's... Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, I haven't finished the game, and I know it's ending. Okay, sorry. So. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, it, you can't avoid a spo- yeah. you know spoilers. Actually, like that. I'm really good at avoiding spoilers, except for this podcast. Other than this podcast, I managed to avoid spoilers. Yeah, we suck for everything in the podcast. I think there's but a here? statue of limitations on, on spoilers. Yeah. There is, but I, I still mean, managed I mean, You get like six months Sti- and then fuck it. Six months? Really? Yeah. Basically, oh, please. Yeah. I still manage having if you Bioshock Infinite. Still not spoiled for me, baby. If you care enough that spoilers matter, yeah. play it when it comes out. Yeah. Or see it when it comes out or read it. Some of us have out. lives, Phil. After well, six months, you should have been playing. After a movie, if you haven't seen a movie, it's a mo- okay. A movie's a little different because you can do other things while you watch a movie. If you have kids and stuff, or you know, with everything on the go, Netflix on the go and stuff, it's a little different. But games, you actually have to sit and dedicate your time. It takes yeah. a considerable amount of time. Although I will say that whenever I played Bioshock Infinite, I one of the few games I got at launch, I was seeing spoilers within the first day. You know how I avoid spoilers? I don't go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That seems to manage me not being spoiled for things. Yeah, I. I think that's a good good advice yeah. for almost anything. Yeah. Twitter is the spoiler king of everything. Anyway, were you going to spoil Shadow of the Colossus or? I think we just did. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we that, just spoil that just happened. Oh, like, yeah. We we did just talk about it. So. Well, yeah. But that was years ago, so it's okay. And you're like, I'm just saying that you know, like the. There's an expectation for this game that it's going to be emotionally devastating because that seems to be the arc that Ueda is taking. Like, um, what was his first game? Ico. Ico. Uh, yeah, that you know, it's like that game came out and there was like you know a, a strangely like wistful and sort of emotional tone. I could never get into it. There's nothing wrong with emotionally heavy yeah. games. We don't get many of them. Yeah. And then you know, it's like yeah, Shadow of the Colossus came out and people's jaws just dropped. So you know, it's like again when when you get to you know the Last Guardian, it's like yeah, old yeller. That's that's the most obvious thing that they can do with it. Those eyes, those big kitty eyes looking up at you as you kill it. I mean, like, that's going to traumatize some people. That's going to make children cry, where they're just like, oh, my God, and then they're going to look at their cat and, like, hug it to death. It's like Japanese Clifford. Yeah. Japanese Clifford. It is. Yeah. I guess it, oh, that's an adorable way of looking at it. Although Emily never had to kill Clifford, as far as I know. You must be reading different things than I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting the good stuff. <laughs> All right. Other news? Wayne, I know you did a weekly goods, which yeah, you can we, find on the website now. Yeah, we did. There, there, CG Mag this, online. This, this is. I, I still am kind of baffled because I, I guess I'm taking this as a vote of non-confidence for the Wii U. 
All right. Not everybody has oh, to do that, but oh, I am no. taking okay. this as a vote of non-confidence for the Wii U. This whole Deus Ex Human oh. Revolution director's cut. Yeah, that is a yeah. huge yeah. vote because, of non-confidence for the Wii U. originally this was supposed to be like a Wii U exclusive, mm. and now they're announcing it's like, hey guys, it's coming out October 22nd for the PS3 and oh. the Xbox 360, mm. and the second screen functionality is going to be intact. Do you really think that anyone yeah. ran out and bought a Wii U purely for Deus Ex? Well, I mean, like, you know, this, this, is, no. where gets, this is where it gets exactly. really weird and where it feels like they're kind of kicking Nintendo when it's down is they're just like okay so second screen functionality on the ps3 you vita guys are going to be able to just use your vita for it um second screen functionality on the xbox 360 you guys are going to be able to use that smart glass functionality so your surface tablet or whatever else you're going to be able to use it but then as if to add insult to injury it's like the last time that i checked on amazon anyway amazon was pricing it at 30 bucks for the ps3 and the xbox 360 but it's still 50 dollars on the wii u wow so it's like that's just a kick Whoa, to the groin. Yeah, man. okay. So it's just like all, all of a sudden, like, you know, yeah, Square is just kind of saying, like, sorry, Nintendo, we just didn't think we were going to make enough money on your platform. So it's coming out with a they bunch of other have. machines. No, but yeah, like, do adult games make much money for any Nintendo? Yeah, no, which, which is, I mean, that's the sad thing, though, is yeah. that it should. Because, like, you know, something like Bayonetta would yeah. be like, you know, it's like, oh my God, Bayonetta, I'm so jealous of the fact that that's a Wii U exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's going to be a fantastic game. You can borrow my Wii U. Yeah. And I also think that, like, the best... My, my favorite Silent Hill game ever came out on the Wii. And yeah, see, I know so, none of you guys have played it yeah. like, for that very Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. And, I but no one, Yeah, no one played it. From what I heard, it was really good. Yeah, there were some really good... Uh, there were some... Like, they tried very briefly on the Wii. There were some really good ones. The, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, House of the Dead overkill was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. There. Which also eventually made its way onto other platforms. Totally. So then people could play it. Yeah. Res- <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was it Resident Evil Reservations a 3DS exclusive and then that recently made it onto console? Or not recently, but it made yeah. it onto console eventually? Yeah. Yeah. We have the just... console. You did the console. The, yeah, but it was for yeah. Wii U as well. It's still a Nintendo yeah. specialty. Um, but uh, yeah, and. Yeah, it's 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 a shame, but that's just it's not how making it goes. money, and, and that's what Nintendo they've decided to market. Yeah, I mean it's it's it. just there's that stigma now with Nintendo machines. This is like the family stuff, so you don't want to well, buy it for like that's the GTA thing is it or has, Call of Duty. It's and, kids, yeah. Pokemon, Mario, Sonic. Mm-hmm. Kids, even Sonic's on on a PS3, so it's Pokemon and Mario at this yeah. point. Kids or non non traditional gamers who like the um, mobility based controllers mm. or whatnot. Yeah. Mm. Um, now correct me if I'm wrong, but is the was the uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution the new one? Did it change? Did it change the boss battles? And was that exclusive to it originally? Uh, okay, the uh, original Wii version is supposed to have. Oh, the original Wii U version is supposed to have, um, yeah, tweaked boss battles, because people were complaining about the fact that you could actually like you know do stealth throughout the entire game until you got to the boss battles, yeah. and then you were forced into like a straight up firefight. So yeah, that was originally announced to be one of the big perks of buying the Wii U version. So I am assuming that because now this director's cut is also coming out on the other platforms. They're also benefiting from these yeah. tweaked boss battles. So. And if they weren't before, I could see that as being a reason as yeah. to why they would reconsider that reconsider exclusivity. Because I know a lot of people. I know of a lot of people who played Human Revolution and would be up in arms over that kind of change. Yeah. And myself included on some level because I went through the whole game as the super hacker, and then found myself getting punched in the face yeah. by a big burly uh, southern man. It was it was pretty annoying. Yeah, when you got into those boss fights and you were just like, you know, nope, okay, all of my favorite tools of the trade are now denied. I can't use them now. Yeah. So, and it's uh, and there's so much stuff there that benefits from the combat stuff in yeah. this battle. 
that it's actually insulting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tempted now myself to, you know, to like seriously think about picking this up. I mean, it's like I, thanks to PlayStation Plus, I've actually already got like the free downloaded version. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I do have a Vita sitting around at home, and, you know, it's like the boss battles really did piss me off. So, you know, it's like all of this news now, it actually is making me think that it might be worth it to like, you know, revisit the game and actually buy mm-hmm. the, um, the disc-based directly. Yeah, and it's, if it's only 30 bucks, it's just like, geez. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, it's like I, I have to admit, not great news for Nintendo, but for me, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I would you know, actually be okay with this. I, I might actually take up uh, Square on their offer. Well, then so, yeah, Nintendo had a couple of yeah. other announcements, I believe, this week as well. From, from what I remember, I remember reading that they're going to stop making Wii's. Oh, Wii's are they? are going out of production. Okay. Makes Which sense. is the their Wii, best-selling console, well, it makes actually. Sense the Wii U uses the Wii controllers. So. It does. And, and, and it's trying to force people to buy the Wii U at this one. Pretty well. Go yeah. and buy the Wii U. Pretty well. It's a smart idea, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm sorry, but not a lot of decisions they've made in the last two years have been all that smart. Well, this one basically says people don't really know the Wii U's different, so if they get rid of the That's old true, they're one, having, they're still they buying something. Yeah, yeah. They only have that one option to yeah, buy the Wii U. Also, they've been doing okay in the long haul. The, Wii, the 3DS is a success. Very 2DS so, yeah. probably oh, yeah. won't be. Very much so by the end. Hmm? 2DS probably won't be. No, that's just stupid, though. No, that <laughs> is I don't dumb. think anyone in Nintendo's planning on the 2DS. Yeah. <laughs> it bears repeating. Yeah. I think we've mentioned this at least three or four times. It's yeah. just, I, I don't get it. That's why. I'm just like, it's stuck in my head. So why, stupid. Nintendo? Why? It's so stupid. You just want to just take it and just beat them over the head. This is not a good idea. And I'm sure over time the Wii U... I mean, like, pretty well everything that has been announced or released for it so far. I think like, when uh, Smash Brothers or Mario Kart comes out, it Definitely. will start selling. They have, mm-hmm. they have stuff planned yeah. that's going to come out that will change things. It just didn't take the world by storm by the Wii. But I yeah. Mean, like the well, because that was old, you know, old news by then. Well, yeah, and also... Oh, like, we know this. And also the Wii already. was, yeah, was, Wii was, like, unlike anything anyone's seen yeah. before, whereas touchscreens, you know. Yeah, everybody's familiar with them now, yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they announced, was it this week, they announced they're putting Sonic in the next Smash Brothers? Yeah, I thought he was, he was in the last one. one. Was he in the last one? Yeah, he was in Brawl. And who was I thinking of? Because they keep adding new people. Uh, Mega Man? Someone. Oh, yeah, Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yeah, they announced it. Like, okay. Yeah, which is. Yeah, that's what it is. Which makes perfect sense. I, I'm still boggled by the fact that Solid Snake is in there. Yeah, It's weird. really weird. It's a weird it one. It is really strange. I'm surprised they didn't try to approach Square and be like, remember when your games were exclusive to us? Can we borrow one of your characters and stick him in Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll completely go insane until I see Cloud Strife in there. It, it, it could happen. No, that, that actually happen. probably wouldn't happen. They already I don't have think a Final Fantasy fighting yeah. game anyway. So. Yeah, it's like Cloud, Cloud could never happen because that was when they pretty much went PlayStation exclusive. It's true. But Final Fantasy so it had to be like a little Red Terra Rage or something, wouldn't it? and and you know, all the rest, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys, yeah, they could easily make an appearance. Is it easy? Uh, ignoring Dissidia. Yeah. Is already Dissidia. Oh, weird Dissidia. Yeah, Dissidia. I was tempted to go out and buy a handheld for that and I lost interest before I did. It just looks so bizarre. Anyway. Oh, Nintendo will completely surprise us every year, I think, with something different. Last year was the Wii Mini. This year it is a three, uh, the 2DS. Next year it will be the 1DS. And then it will just be a cube that's the 0DS that the does Wii, nothing. The Wii 2. T-O-O. There you go. It's a Wii as well. It's, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Hands up. The Virtual Boy Fissure. There you go. Mm-hmm. If we start heading back in that direction, just be like, eh. All right, other news. Is there any other news that yeah, we'd like to I've discuss? Got two um, <gasps> movie type things. Bill. Um, one is, well, one's TV, one's that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ratings oh. dropped by a third. Yeah, that show, not interesting. So that's, um, 
<clears throat> so that's, I mean... A third's not bad, though. I mean, if it had been, like... pretty rough. If it's it had not, dropped by 75%... It's not that, that interesting, though. That's a lot of viewership. When they had that kind of name behind them, Marvel Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., do you yeah. think they would keep their I mean, viewers made, longer than two episodes? It makes sense, given the marketing bonanza that so many people... So it dropped one-third, or it's only one-third? It dropped by a third. That's not surprising at all. First, it's not a good show. Not a good sign. Really? That, I thought it was... I, I thought you it was watched it? Fun. Mike does not like it, and he loves... He said it's very boring. It's not... I think he Have wants... watched it, People want... Avengers in TV form. I think, getting I think the my problem might be that people were expecting, as we said last week, where people were yeah. expecting the big superheroes in it. Yeah, yeah they're expecting the and, Avengers yeah. in half an hour. And yes, people, every week. people enjoy Whedon shows, but Whedon shows never get the viewership that they need for this show to be a success. No, definitely not. But I mean, but procedurals do very well. But the people, the procedurals do well for people that are above the age of like 45. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Law and Order SVU guys, or the NCIS guys, or the JAG guys. Mm-hmm. The audience for that is the geriatric crew. That is not the same audience for... I know, this is a generalization, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not the same audience for the... X-Files was an anomaly. It really was. It hasn't really reoccurred. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same audience as superheroes. Mm. Those that's eighteen to thirty-five demographic. Yeah, I think enough people will watch it to be a success, just not on the level I, ABC wants it to be. Do you think it will get picked up for a second season? I don't. Difficult to say. It's hard to say. I mean, we'll see how it goes from here. I mean, like you have to expect a major drop off from one week from first week to second week. Yeah. One third's a lot. I think if it continues to drop off, then could be trouble. I don't know. I think it's. I think it would be. I think ABC has so much stock in it and has so little else of interest to put on. I think I think they'll try to back it for a while, but it definitely looks like it's got one foot in the grave already. And that's unfortunate. It to be fair, fair Whedon shows always, the first episodes of Whedon shows are always blockbuster hits, and then after that, they always drop off. Remember, yeah, yeah, Dollhouse did a great for the first episode, too. Yeah. But the problem is, I think because there's so much stock in it, mm. if it doesn't do the numbers ABC wants within the first few, uh, first few months, they're going to cut the cord before it reaches the end. Yeah, totally. So. I, I, I could see it being a shorter season if that's the case. Yeah, you think they cancel mid season? I figured they'll get at least a year. I don't see them going to second season if this is how the numbers are. Yeah. And the reviews I've read online of the second episode have not been great. Mm-hmm. They've been very, it's more of the same. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a bad thing, mm-hmm. but everyone was kind of hoping that they would start bringing in a lot of that kind of stuff from the uh, movies, and it doesn't mm-hmm. really seem to be happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's tough to say, because with a TV show, you have to give it time and get a lot of development. The thing is, so we'll do, do networks ever give things time? Not really, but no. this one's different. But I just feel like this one's different with it being... Um, with it being NBC, with it being Marvel, ABC, sorry, with it being yeah. Marvel, and also Whedon actually has clout for the first time. He ever. does, but the amount of money they're pouring in the show, if it's losing money, mm-hmm. they'll cut the cord. He, and a third less, it's not losing No, no, yeah. it's, it's not yet. Very well. If it loses another third or half, mm-hmm. I could see it being on life support. For sure, for How sure. How much did that to pay uh, Kobe's mother's or Smolder's or whatever her name is, do you think? Because she must be pretty popular from How I Met Your Mother. She's only, like, listed as a guest star. Oh. She's not a regular character. Also, she's not a huge actress. Yeah, I, I thought how I met. It. She's a TV. She's a TV actress. Might that, have made her some, not a huge actress, but for TV. Um, I don't think she's the big, the big cost yet. Yeah, the big cost would be Coulson. She's not a star. No, I was just wondering. I think is the Coulson right now. I think would be the highest paid on that show. Or whoever. Probably, but I doubt he's getting that. Much. No, I, no one on that show. He is like huge. he would do it just for the fun of doing totally. it. Totally. Oh yeah. I and mean, the money's all going towards uh, the spectacle. And, uh, I mean, it shows. It is a big show. Uh, it looks nice. I don't know. I, I, I think it's charming. I like it so far. But 
I, it probably will end up being another Doom Chess Week show just because that's what he does. Networks so. don't like him too much. No. Well, networks don't let him work his storylines out because usually he has a long haul storyline that takes place over four or five seasons. And they. That's a big commitment. It's a big commitment. It's a lot of money. And if they start, like, episode to episode, if you lose, start losing people, you just have this core, like, million demographic, it's not enough to maintain network numbers. At the same time, he has to kind of be restrained in order for his uh, art to work. Yeah. Like, he, he tends to go a little overboard with certain uh, conventions, and it just. Okay, and it just comes out, it ruins it kind of for me. This is very true. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to read Phil's, was it, it was kind of a, an opinion slash review yeah, of the like first episode. Yeah. Sort of about where to go. CGMagOnline.com. Mm-hmm. It's up there. Agents of the, Shield. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Go. And the other, the other thing I was going to say is that uh, Edgar Wright started shooting Ant Man. Uh, posted a picture, very vague picture of Ant Man, and uh, I'm freaking excited. Why? Why are you making those noises? Didn't Ant Man beat his wife? In the fifties, yeah. yeah, it depends on fairly recently too. Actually, it depends okay. on when you read. Yeah. Okay, see, he's uh, not a nice person. No, he's didn't he get replaced though or something? He didn't beat his wife in the fifties though. I think that was the eighties. Oh, eighties, okay. Yeah. He beat his wife in the eighties. I thought it was a little more recent. And well, he's I kind of want that to be the starting. He started. It opens a scene of him beating his wife. Tone down the wife beating. Yeah, like in Ultimate Avengers, they also had that going as well, where you know, it's like yeah, the relationship between. He's not a nice guy. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. But that's. Fun. Well, Batman's an asshole. He doesn't go around Ed, beating women. Deadpool's yes, he does. Horrible. Well, yeah. he beats women that are criminal. He doesn't walk around just beating like you know his, his counterparts. Yeah. He took eight years off because his girlfriend died. Come on. Well, again, that also depends on what you're watching or reading. So yeah. it's true. Yeah. But he's, he's not as much as the. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he beat Alfred, I would think he was a jerk, but he doesn't. So Alfred's Alfred nice. Take him. So. And isn't your favorite comic book relationship the Joker and High? Hi- Hi- that is a whole other thing, Which though. Is yes, the most like the most sadomist. But the thing is, like that's that's an even keel because she'll get back at him and try to kill him. So it's even. They just pick at each other. She doesn't really want to kill him because you know she. Loves but he doesn't him, so. really want to kill her either. Yeah, so it's, it's just, really messed up. Joker's also yeah. really unhealthy relationship. It's it is extremely unhealthy, but very even. But he's also psychotic. It's yeah. Equal. They're both psychotic. They're both also quite insane. Yes. Yeah. It's that an helps. equal relationship. But Ant-Man's not insane. He's just a dick. If she beat Ant-Man back, that'd be fine. That's their thing. Okay, well, she's, but... she's done that before as well. Oh, yeah. So, Has she? Depending on what you read. Yeah. So. In the same the same universe, same timeline? Um, I know in Ultimate Avengers, yeah, she she paid him back for some of the stuff that he'd done. Um, then again, Ultimate Avengers got really messed up because like she eventually left uh, Ant-Man and then started hanging out with like Captain America. Ooh. That, 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 that is really, from yeah. one extreme to another. But also she was Asian, or at least I think she was Asian. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Ultimate Avengers, I think that uh, Janet, you know, a.k.a. the Wasp, it's like she looked Asian to me. Well, uh, they don't have many Asian superheroes, yeah, so, so it was like, you know, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, white Ant-Man and, you know, Asian Wasp, and then Ant-Man did his thing and got a bit abusive, so she left him and started hanging out with Captain America instead. Only, um, the thing about the Ultimate Avengers that made it so interesting was that they treated the relationship very realistically. So at first, um, Janet was really enamored of Captain America because it's like, wow, Captain America, the World War II legend. But then eventually it was like, okay, so I'm a 21st century girl and this guy's got values from the 1940s and won't let me do or think stuff because he thinks that that's not what a lady should do. This is actually pissing me off. And it was like, I read that and I was like, oh my god, it's just hilarious. It's like, yes, Steve Rogers, a guy trapped in the 40s, would be like, well, ladies don't do that. And she would be like, screw you, I can do whatever I want. So, <laughs> it's the 21st century, you guys. So, yeah, 
21st century woman versus 1940s values. It's just like, you know, when you stop and look at it, it's like, realistically, this isn't going to work. And no. Mark Miller was like, mm. no, it's not going to work. And he showed just how badly it, you know, didn't work. That means so I, thought, I thought that was like, great. But, it uh, doesn't yeah. get addressed as much as, much as it should, I yeah. think. Like, it's, it's a big thing. They have a little hint of it in the Avengers movie. Yeah. Apparently, there was more scenes like that that Whedon had shot, but then he cut it out because even though they really loved it, they were like, it's also kind of slowing the movie down and we need to, yeah. you know, we've got those beats. Action, action, action. So, so as much as everybody seemed to love the Captain America, fish out of water, man out of time sequences, mm. they, they, yeah, they trimmed them out for the sake of peace. Not surprising. So, yeah. He's also characterized as being extremely open-minded in the movie. So yeah. you, you think he that he would to actually... fit in pretty well yeah. considering he, you know, was frozen for quite a while. Well, the, the way they did it in the movie, he's often very quiet. Mm-hmm. He's like, very quiet. So he often lets other people do the talking, and that kind of that kind of illustrates it to me, is that he's sort of out of his element. He knows it, and he's willing to wait and see how things play out. Sometimes I think he should have been a little more shocked by some of the things he sees. Yeah, no kidding. He seemed pretty easy going with it. No, he, he, he was in the comics. Yeah, in, in the comics there were a Avengers, lot of Avengers, sometimes he seemed yeah. a little like, huh, but yeah. you would think that he'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. just... So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, even when he was... In his time period, crazy stuff was going on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and he was seeing the, he was stu- he was starting to see the hints of the modern world in like the movie, especially. I guess I guess once you see someone with a red head, you're yeah, just that, like, whatever, and going to a goes. portal somewhere, you know, something, I think. Still, yeah, yeah, but, you know, that that, self, that does not prepare your value system when you see, like, a couple of guys in Manhattan holding hands and kissing. Well, did, that happen, in the, did that happen in the movie? No, that no, happened in, exactly. in, in the comics. That's that a was, spin-off. That's, uh, yeah, in, in the comics, that's it, 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 sort of issues that he just he like... deals with. Where, but, but again, it's like, this is a guy from the 40s. What do you think he's going to do? This is how he's going to react. So How does he react to miniskirts? That's what I want to know. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's yeah. it's exactly the same thing. That's an easy one yeah. to do, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, he is basically, like, you know, you, you kids and your values are just like, I, I can't deal with this. It's like, oh, my God, what happened to common decency? It's like, you know, you people are crazy. So it's great. You know, it's like Ultimate Avengers in the comics. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting read. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, there are many more Captain America movies coming. So. I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to yeah. get to it. He was one of five central yeah. characters. Yeah. So well, didn't they? So yeah, and then the in first his Captain movie, America Avengers. movie was pretty decent. It was great. Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think really it is a great piece. Of I, yeah. I really loved the first half of the movie, though. That's, like, my favorite part of the entire movie. It's, like, the, the whole sequence from when he gets recruited into the army yeah. to when he actually gets injected with the super soldier serum. It's, like, all those little moments that they had in there, like him throwing himself on the grenade mm-hmm. or, you know, it's, like, the scientist having to talk with him just before he goes in for the procedure and mm-hmm. all. It was just, like, there's so much great character building that's happening here. I just yeah. wish this part of the movie could go on forever and ever because it's like yeah. I actually teared up when the scientist died because yeah. it was just like yeah. he's like such a great guy and he's like yeah. he really loves Captain America. This is so unfair. Oh my <laughs> God! Somebody's got to pay for this. That's Cap, what, go get him. Really well done. And then yeah, when it, so. turned, and then it basically turned into an Indiana Jones. Yeah, which kind of I did, was yeah. totally yeah. okay they with. Cut it off yeah. for yeah. like half the movie and yeah. made the manage make that first half really good. Yeah, so good. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was one of the best ones. And that was also yeah. Whedon heavily working yeah. on the yeah. script, yeah, which you can feel, yeah. for sure. So, yeah, no, I, I think um, it's fine. He was the character I was by far most trepidations about seeing the movie. But well, I, I'm especially, yeah, exactly, so yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. with Chris Evans, because yeah. he's not the best, he hasn't proven himself to be the best actor in yeah, past. You are not a great human torch, dude. But he looks <laughs> yeah, good as Captain America. That's he why does, he looks it. good. That's yeah. why he also was good in um, Scott Pilgrim. 
Yeah, yeah it was quite good yeah. in that. Because he just played a version of himself. Yeah, I think that there's a, a strong feature with that one. The Thor movies, I think, are going to run into He's gonna, yes. Well, he wants yes. to leave, doesn't he, as well? Because it's hard in his body to be Thor. Hasn't he yeah, spoke yeah. about leaving? He doesn't want to be Well, Thor yeah, anymore. of course. Look at... I mean, that is not the shape human body well, should be Because he can't yeah. keep that shape all the time, so then he has to put more mass back on, build it up, be Thor, and then he lets and then it the, drop. The and then yeah. he play, he has to look like he, uh, uh, But he was thinking yeah. about stepping down, but oh, his brother wanted to take over, I thought. His brother's not great. They look alike. I just like it if they kill. I don't like Thor. Uh, he's he's kind of annoying. He doesn't actually... have to be around all that often because he's in yeah, he's Asgard. Well, Asgard. I like how they treated him in Avengers. He didn't like. He came in to take Loki, and they're like, wait a second. Yeah, but like, why, 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 why did like, they even pick Thor to begin with? They only have so many characters. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, why, why didn't they go with like you know Ant Man or well, Avengers? Or, right? Because yeah, I, I mean, I think there was a lot of business decisions yeah. going on early on. They had to go with the most recognizable characters. Yeah, Wonder Man, Tigra. Also, they've been developing that. Since yeah. the start of the Marvel Universe, and they've, yeah, they've, they've got to let like you know Hawkeye take over the Great Lakes Avengers. Like what happened in the comics, that would be is that what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Weird. At, at one point, I believe Hawkeye was in charge of the Great Lakes Avengers. So. I'm not going to be happy until I see a Squirrel Girl movie. Oh yeah, there was a Squirrel Girl as well. Isn't she also a part of? She's with she's one of the of Avengers everything. teams. Yeah, she's the Silver Age Squirrel Girl. Yeah, Squirrel, squirrel girl. girl. Yeah, she beat Doctor Doom with an army of squirrels. Oh my god! Of course he did. She also was the one who killed Thanos. Really? That was her? Yeah. Wow. She's wow. the one who permanently killed him. With squirrels? Yep. Nice. Those squirrels, uh, man. Squirrel girl is the thing they call whenever they can't justify killing something. Either that or the hand, because ninjas can do anything. That's true. Ninjas can do anything. Makes sense as anything else. Yeah. No, I think the Thor movies are going to run into trouble, and Iron Man might. If uh, Iron Man, Robert's I think, is pretty much done. Yeah. Well, because he wants to step down, and he is Tony Stark. So if they replace him, it's just like, mm, well, nah. they they can't replace him. But the point is, he's getting kind of old to oh, be yeah. doing I this. I love the Iron Man. Movies. Like I don't, I think it's a lot. It's hard on him, and yeah, I think he's going to like, continue doing Avengers movies. I, yeah. Well, that's the thing like is, that. he has to be like if they continue to make Avengers movies, it's nothing without Iron Man. Well, what they they all yeah. have to, no, what they could yeah. do is just have him kind of in charge of like they have made it so he's more like the. Well, they could kind of bump him back to being like your two. Like in like your consultant, unstable. Well, not in, you not go consultant. Back home and in the comics, he became kind of in charge of Shield at one point, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. That might be the way to move. Is like Sam. Ja- he's like in charge of Sam Jackson. Yeah, I think they'll just keep. I think they'll keep him around, and then I think they'll probably try a War Machine movie. I would say about What's going to yeah, happen if they good. lose yeah. Iron Man for the comic relief in the Avengers? Because he is most of it. I mean, they're all funny characters. No, they're all really, really good yeah. in that regard. Most of I found most of their interactions with him is what made them funny. I don't know. I that all the Steve Rogers dated stuff is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that was we need more good. Hulk. Mark yeah, Ruffalo. Mark we need more Hulk. He was so good as My Hulk. My favorite Hulk. Yeah, he's a really good yeah. Hulk. Yeah. I mean, I agree that that Robert Downey Jr. is a huge part of the success of that movie, but I think that that's what they're going to try. That's the challenge. I'm just trying to move past it. Yeah, I think it's totally. Doable. Well, I mean, we didn't can do it. It's yeah. still better than most of the DC movies, so we're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Superman was okay. Not really. It was, like not, it was not amazing, but it was okay. Man of Steel. Yeah. Man of Steel was Still okay. Haven't seen it, yeah. it, was, it was not amazing, but it was okay. Yeah, you liked Russell Crowe's Electronic Ghost Dead. That was good. <laughs> it was, uh, that, that was a little problematic, but yeah. I mean, it's like I, I could get around it. Electronic yeah. Ghost Dad? Yeah. 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 I think I need to watch this when yeah. I get home. Yep. I, I, I could get around it because, you know, it's like science fiction. Yeah. yeah. And you like Pouty Superman? That's what you enjoy. Pouty Superman was okay. Superman gets sad. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. That's what you like. Sad, 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 uh, sad Pouty Superman was like. Right. Uh, permanently optimistic era. Not like it's a new thing. He's he's uh, had his pouty lipped face in a lot of different comics. I found. I assume under that experience, at least he's extremely mullet. depressed. Oh, the mullet. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah, want mullet Superman. Superman. That'd be nice. 
Oh. I don't know. I that was pretty. Jeff- that was terrible. And I have a feeling that the Batman Superman movie is going to be awful. Oh, really awful. awful to- I have a feeling it's going to be awful. I'm just going to sit there. It has like, nothing oh. to do with Ben Affleck. I will yeah. cry really? into my hands in the mm-hmm. theater. Be like, what'd you do to my Batman? It's going to be really bad. No, I don't think it will have anything with Ben Affleck. I just don't think it's going to be a good movie. No, I mean, that's the thing is that it's. It sounds like they're just trying to make a movie because hmm. a lot of people are arguing about Batman versus Superman, which is kind of a ridiculous argument. Yeah. I find. Yeah. Batman would lose. Batman would lose. Um, yeah. I mean, no. Batman would. What, what, what are you talking Bat- about? Okay. Wait, so wait, now, what? now the conversation is happening here <coughs> on the podcast. There's no way Batman can lose. Well, Batman, if Superman literally just pummeled him with lots of buildings, he yeah. would lose. I mean, well, like if there was a one to one fight. I understand, yeah, that, I understand that theory, but Batman is the world's greatest detective. Oh, yes. And Batman Superman would, has one weakness. Yes. Well, it's very easy to get your. How much Apparently, notice yeah. does Batman have that Superman showing up in Gotham? Because he can just get that kryptonite. He has so much money to just drop it, get it, done. Yeah. But if Superman just pops out of a box, Batman's done for. Assume, I think we have to assume he doesn't have to get it. I think he... I, I think Batman... Do you think he keeps some just around just in case? Yeah. Well, Batman has it on his belt, Superman apparently. even gave him some. Batman has everything yeah. on his belt. But no, but yeah. according to the comic books, if you have, if um, numerous of the comics show how whenever <laughs> Superman kind of goes bad, because he does that all the time, apparently, Batman's always like, yeah, he has my kryptonite. I'm like, you just yeah. have that? I'm pretty sure Superman it even, doesn't even I work think Superman all that often. even gave no. it to him. Well, he gave one. He has a big shard he got from Superman. Yeah. Wow, we learned it. Yeah. Oh, he had a big one he got from Superman, and then he has a few smaller ones he carries with him. Yeah, yeah. The Why smaller is Kryptonite one, so easy to find? It's because the entire planet exploded. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I know. But uh, the one thing, the one thing I'll just say before this converse, before this conversation ends uh, is just that. One of the big things is Superman is not actually that much dumber than Batman. Um, He's he he actually has a lot of knowledge of the super tech of his super tech and. Well, Batman is just considered he is Luther supposed to be the most intelligent? Mm-hmm. Like uh, he's some kind of quantum brain or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. Lex Luthor is like this ridiculous super IQ, but but Batman's supposed to be one of the. If you follow the DC nonsense that is the universe, Batman's supposed to be one of the most intelligent people on Earth. He's. Pretty the much. most tactician. Yeah, that's that's pretty he's much pretty it. much yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he's Batman is that's like supposed to be one of the greatest tacticians on the planet. Like he has like a plan to deal with everyone, yeah. and the plans actually yeah, make sense. That's what um, what I was that comic that, yeah. based on? He's a plan to deal with himself too, doesn't he? Uh, yes, he does. Brother, is yeah. that the brother I one? Yeah, that's no, it. no, yeah. you mean the Justice League one, right? Yeah, Where he had yeah. the plan to, uh, and they yeah, used yeah, the plan yeah. against him. The movie yeah. was doomed, but what was the comic book? Was that like the Omax series or something like that? I just was like immediately after Grant Morrison left the JLA. It was the first or Kingdom Come. Yeah, no, not Kingdom. Oh, no, that's another one. That, that's completely that's, different. Yeah, that's, that's very, very different. But um, but anyways, the movie's Doom, right? Yeah, the movie's called Doom. And the concept is basically Batman already has a plan he to has deal a with everyone. He plan and for everything. And yeah. the plans actually make sense. Yeah, Isn't that because yeah. he was part of the Justice League and he just wanted to be able to take everyone in the no, down no, in the case concept, something happens? The concept yeah. is that he believes yeah. that they're all possible, because they're superhumans, the, yeah. the possibility is yeah. they're going to turn on humanity and he has a plan to deal with them if yeah. they do turn on humanity. Because he knows about them, so he wants to make sure he can take them down in case something happens. He's got a contingency. Even for him. Batman always has yeah. a plan B, so. even for when he goes back. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. Apparently, they're making a Jim Gordon TV series. Oh yeah, yeah we, we talked about, about last week. week. Oh yeah. damn! See what happens when I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. we talk about everything when you're not here. Yeah. Everything I'm interested in. Yep. Mm-hmm. I we, don't we think have it's going to. Checklist gonna... on the wall. You can't see it because. Uh, you mean that giant whiteboard wall? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the one that's code. Yeah, it's a code. 
the little dots on the sides are actually cool. <laughs> My only comment is, I don't think it's going to be that good. Done. No, yeah, no, 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 no one does. And, I, and I, think it's an, I think it's been done entirely for commercial reasons. Like, I think Man of Steel didn't do well, and I think if it had done well... I mean, it did fine. It just didn't do... Like, it didn't break the bank, and I think mm-hmm. if it had, they would have announced Man of Steel 2 at Comic-Con, yeah. because it didn't. They announced Superman and Batman. Well, that's just going to make a billion dollars. Well, the, yeah, Batman is the biggest marketing thing right now, because Batman... Totally. The reason Batman people love Batman is the concept that you could theoretically be Batman. You, you can have never enough money, you could do it. You could never be Superman. No. You could be a guy in a suit that's really powerful. Yeah. You could be Iron Man. There's a lot of money and his parents were shot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go crazy and have lots of money, have theoretically you could be Batman. Mm-hmm. But you could never be Superman. You could never be the Hulk. Uh, the Hulk. These are things you Captain can't do. Mm-hmm. But Batman Wolverine. is kind of within reality. So that's why people kind of connect to him because he's the most yeah. identifiable. Yeah. I think if Man of Steel had done well, they would have slowly built out the DC universe. Oh, yeah. But now they're just trying to, try to throw but stuff in there. Like, like, you like Batman, though, so if you, you like Superman more, Batman's there. Look at Batman in this. Yeah. Batman in this ad. Exactly. Batman Wonder Woman. Although, did everyone see the, bat, the sample Wonder Woman trailer that oh, Team yeah, Unicorn yeah, put online? Yeah, I did. It was actually pretty cool. I mean, it's stupid because it would be a dumb movie, but pretty cool that they did that. Why would it be a dumb movie? She's the because she's, in concept of she's like she's got a, her lasso of truth because that makes lots of sense. Yeah, That's gonna help you in the invisible plane and yeah. the invisible plane. Well, in the movie, in the really trailer, she just flew away because you know Amazon's fly, right? Well, she can fly now. She in the can comics. fly, yeah. For yeah. Sure. She, she can, really? yeah, because the visual plane was kind of stupid. It was really dumb. Kind yeah. of stupid. It was extremely stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Wonder Woman as a general rule. I, no. like she, I, she's cool iconography, but she's not a very deep character. Although I've, uh, I've heard a little bit about the Grant Morrison Wonder Woman book he's working on. Okay. It DC is great at making female villains, not good at making well, female heroes. Apparently, like in his in his book, the original interpretation of Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman was created by a guy who lived in a three-way relationship yeah. and was very progressive sexually, and he created... Is she just a sex toy? No. Oh, okay, that's what it said. No, no, no. I got worried there. He was created as a, 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 a figure of female empowerment where there was this, uh, this land of women, and the only reason she came to the U.S. was that she found out America was incredibly sexist, and she came over to specifically <laughs> try and set America yeah, free. To help with, yeah. Wow! Wow! No and social criticism there at all. Also, like the reason she had a whip and everything is that the they developed the all female world enough that they developed their own unisexuality that was all based in bondage. Of course, it was. Yeah, yeah. and sense. the books were incredibly popular because they were perverted and political. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, they became too popular, and DC wrote, wrote all that out. But apparently, at Grant Morrison's working on one right now that's going to be interesting, super filthy, nasty. That's amazing. Which is great. That I want to see. It explains a lot. Of the covers from the Silver Age. It, it really does. All right, <laughs> moving on from all our DC Marvelness. That was an amazing tangent. <laughs> that was a weird tangent, but that I enjoyed it. That is more fun was, than just popping out the news and moving on. It was, it was still a podcast. It was a relevant tangent. I mean, yeah, it, was it was comics. You know, yeah. POV guns of podcast. We, we just talk comics, so that's fine. We're still on point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is there any more news we'd like to speak about? We'd like to move on to what you've been playing, what you've been watching, maybe what you've been reading, depending on what people at this table have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it for news. Yeah. Yep, that's all the big stuff. Oh, uh, Capcom Europe is has laid off a lot of staff. Oh, yeah. sad to see you go. Wasn't Sega laying off some people, too? I don't know. Maybe. Anyone who's getting laid off anywhere, even if you're not part of the gaming industry? Yes. Hope you get back on your feet. Our hearts go out to you. Yeah. Everyone that's gaining laid off, probably all few thousand at this exact moment. Yeah, right now when they're clearing out the desks. Every second. It's sad. No, it really is. Like, it is sad. did they say like what kind of employees are getting laid off at Capcom? Uh, they didn't say. Is it, it usually just, the temp- it might be the, just the temps that kind of on for one project. Well, I mean, it is possible it could be anything. It could just be the Capcom Europe is like ne- leaning out because of the next gen. It could be lots of things. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I've, I've got some more small bad news. Actually, it's not that small for Nintendo. Oh, how, like, well, this, is, this is just more sad Nintendo news. Okay, so, you know, um, Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker. Yeah, it didn't HD. do that well. Yeah, it came oh, out. Tower of Babel. It's Tower of Babel. Justice League Tower of Babel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you awesome. say Tower of Bagel? Babel. Yeah, you know, the Babel. I think it's big. I'm like just picturing. I was just picturing bagels, and I was just like, okay, I would like breakfast tower, land, yeah, whatever. Tower of bagels. Bagels. Like that's cool. a lot of bagels. Yeah. Anyways, back to toys. Yeah, yes. So yeah. So Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD um, in Japan. Anyway, sales were like thirty thousand. It flopped. Oh god! Oh. Only thirty thousand yeah. for Zelda in Japan. That is. That's not yeah. good. Abysmal. It's like, that's Japan. It's like really so. That's yeah. not like a mistake yeah. to yeah. remake. Uh, an older game like that that's not really that beloved. No, no I mean... Liked, but not loved. It was it's the okay. weird Zelda game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it was the weird... Uh, People didn't like the art style. Associated. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go over well from what I heard. It's yeah. it's an interesting art style, it, but... It was a divisive title, yeah. yeah. It was, so... Yeah, so it seemed like an odd choice. To Is that the one with the temples that you kept going back to? Don't they all have temples? Yeah, this was the one with, like, all the sailing. Yeah, that like, sailing yeah. and the temples. and uh, yeah, Hence Wind Waker. Yeah. yeah, that is Wind Waker. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like what I I'm talking about. I understood when they did the 3DS Ocarina of Time remake. That made sense. Yeah, but that was also, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, and people, mm-hmm. would, people yeah. would run out to get that. But to remake an unpopular game... That's, well, a moderately like popular spit, game. That's spitting in your fans' face. Well, we already know that Charging Nintendo's not making the best decisions. No, they are not. That was clear. So that, this was another bad one. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're going to take a short break. Brendan's going to insert some sort of crazy music. Hit I'm the music. Okay. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed the little musical intro or interlude, I guess it would be. I'm, I'm planning it to be something ridiculous. Nice. We just need our own musician. We can say, hey, make this epic. We just need to have a saxophone that sits by this table and then somebody plays it. Do it live on air? Yeah. Nice. That sounds awful. No, it's Awfully like good. <laughs> well, none of us know how to play saxophone. It's going to be horrible. Exactly. All our listeners would just stop listening at that point. Immediately. Yeah. Oh, no, the saxophone solo. I'm done. Or just free jazz. Someone can scat, too, then. Oh, God, no. Anyway... Bill has recently saw a movie that made scene. him ooze. Mm-hmm. Saw, scene. scene. It's past Give tense. Give me a break here. It's a scene. podcast. It's last. Mm-hmm. Actually, I believe you are banning the word gamers from the magazine. We are. They will no longer be used the word gamers. Why? Because gamers is a term that is not, not inclusive. Okay. What? Players is what oh, we're saying. Players. We're Why is it not inclusive? Technically, it's not a real word. But well, everyone uses it. Yes, we know. Anyway, this it's is not a discussion. It's part dis- of lexicon, but... And I don't think it, I don't think it's uninclusive, but you know, we're changing it to players. That's fine. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it means the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, Phil has recently seen a movie that made him ooze mm-hmm. in every right close. way. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it, Phil. Okay, um, it's called Gravity. I actually talked about it a couple weeks you, ago. You have talked about it. Thing, yeah. Where but now it's coming out good. so everyone can see it, which <laughs> is great. And actually, I saw it again. I saw it again this week, and it was confirmed. just for fun. Verb that it was amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just make sure that wasn't a, the first time you saw it. It wasn't just, you know, you were in a good mood. You had to make sure yeah, it was yeah, as exactly. amazing as you sure. thought it was. And I just had the chance and I wanted And I'll probably go again, too. Really? Um, oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Oh, it's incredible. It's um, Phil's Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's called Gravity. And it's by Alfonso Caron, who's a really talented Mexican filmmaker. He did the third Harry Potter movie. Which oh, it was a good one. That's a pretty good one. And he did Children of Men. Which, which was amazing. amazing. Which that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. amazing, yeah. And he did uh, some Spanish language movies like Itumama Tambien, which was also fantastic. Oh, he did that? Yep. That was a really good movie. It was, yeah. That's what got him the Harry Potter job, actually. Even though That's an odd. Sex. 
Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Like, but I mean, the third Harry Potter movie is kind of weird in the first. That opening scene is definitely a masterpiece. Is that the Askman one? Hmm? Is that Askman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best one. That was yeah, the, totally. yeah. And that was the last good one they ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one was okay. It was no. okay. They were all decent. No. Except they for Chamber of Secrets. No. That, that was bad. Yeah. Well, That's the only the one I've three, seen. The first three were fine. The ones after that were boring oh, as hell. Chamber of Secrets was awful. But at least Come that was still had lots of wizardry in it. At one, one movie at one point is just teen drama. Yeah. With no wizarding. I don't know what you're talking about. All the light. The mirror and the tents and oh my god. They all anyway. Magic. Lots of magic. <laughs> no, no, they don't. They really, uh, really don't. Okay, well. Anyway. Anyways, gravity. Is Harry Potter in gravity? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. The Would've basic concept is it's uh, two astronauts. Um, it's a contemporary uh, space story. Two astronauts working on a ship played by George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. And... Movie starts with a really like uh, amazing shot of a, a planet, incredibly well detailed. Uh, the ship floats into, sp- into place. Two astronauts are working on something, and then they get a transmission from NASA saying that a Russian satellite has exploded and the debris could be coming by. They don't know when, and then the debris suddenly shows up, destroys their ship, sends Sandra Bullock flying uh, ass over tea kettle backwards into space. She floats by herself, freaks out. George Clooney comes, latches onto her, and then, they de- and then they decide they're going to have to try to figure out a way to get back to Earth. What I just described uh, is the first 13 minutes. It's all done in one shot. Wow. Dear God. And well, not really, but it appears. Well, yeah, no, one yeah. virtual shot. Yeah. yeah. It, it appears to be yeah, done in one all, shot. It's, I mean, it's like, all, obviously. The camera's spinning yeah. upside down, yeah. round, inside out. Yeah. And I mean, it was like Children of Men, where some of those yeah. shots were like, yeah. you know that that wasn't actually realistically feasible, but no, they, were. they made it look like it. No, they were shot. one shot. Oh, oh, with Children of Men, they were, all, they were one shot. Definitely. The one in the car, they built a special car so that the camera, so that the car would come Okay, apart. because it's like, I, I was, I was under inside. the impression that the whole birth no. scene and all that, that was like, you know, cut in. It was a CGI baby, yeah. but other than that, it was all one shot. No, really? That's okay. impressive. Oh, yeah, they were, they were all one shot. That was why it was so, it was so hailed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's an amazing filmmaker. So that's all done one shot. From that point on, it's, it's just 70 minutes of them getting back to Earth in real time. Um, it's, in terms of, like, technical achievement, it's really unlike anything... I've ever seen. I think anyone has seen it. It's <clears throat> incredibly visceral to the point where it almost feels like a ride. Um, but at the same time, uh, very very small, personal. It's very very simple, but uh, executed with incredible depth and and just technically, there's just yeah. It's I, I have nothing but incredible gushing praise to say about it. It's it's absolutely beautiful. I think people will probably get sick. I think that's a good thing. Because um, they're supposed to. Um, I think it'll probably. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm excited to see other uh, how other people react to it. I mean, thus far, I think it has 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I that actually is raised over the last week. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I I think it's going to do incredibly well. I think it'll be the type of thing that people talk about for a long time in terms of a benchmark of mm-hmm. technical achievement. Um, Sandra Bullock is I don't who I don't generally like is really fantastic in it, which is important because she's in every single frame. And <laughs> no kidding, considered that most of it was her dangling in front of a green screen with a team of teamsters pulling on her limbs to represent the resistance or lack of resistance in space. Um, it's remarkable that she was able to do what she did. And yeah, I mean, like it's. You know what to say. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I wrote a big review better that I encourage you all to read. That's very gushing. It is, and um, I encourage all of you to see it immediately um, and see it on the biggest screen you can because it genuinely makes a huge impact. I, uh, I saw it in IMAX and I felt kind of woozy afterwards. It genuinely makes a huge impact. Even the 3D 
um, which I'm generally very tired of, yeah. actually works quite, oh, quite nice. well because, I mean, it's a fast, empty bowl mm-hmm. at all times. And, um, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Basically, it's the long term. Okay. It's Sorry, incredible. motion sickness sufferers. Yeah. This is probably not the movie for you. Yeah. Everybody else, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, um, yeah, so. So it's 91 minutes of her dangling in space? Um, and going into space stations and going through an emotional, emotional journey. Mm-hmm. So Emotional journeys. Mm-hmm. Is it a drama or is it a, a thriller because they're no. trying to get back to... Uh, both. It's primarily an action film because it oh. really doesn't slow down. Because like, that's kind of, I was just thinking it's space, you know, it's oh, and action. It's, it's real time. It's real time. Okay, yeah, the whole thing's so. real time. It's never, like, there's not a moment where it isn't life or death. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it, and it, it I, I can't stress enough, like, it, it is... Like it's terrifying and it's visceral, and like you really do feel like you're in that space. And all of the long shots they aren't showing off. It is a way of actually pulling you into that world and mind space. Can you compare it to Open Water? Is it kind of like? I mean, it's it's comparable to Open Water in that it's like that simple and yeah. correct. But um, same kind of concept good, too, right? It's a good Just, movie, mm-hmm. though. Nice. Open Water. You're all alone, yeah. and you can live or die, but most likely, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and then I also saw Runner 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 this week, which is the um, online gambling thriller with Justin Timberlake and Ben Affleck, and it's Yay. actually worse than it sounds. Really? Yeah. Wow. Worse the trailers, it looks okay. Oh, it's pathetic. Don't watch really? trailers. It's pathetic. They, they're lies. And also, they like, lies. and also, like, wasn't online gambling like that was big five years ago? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So why even bother? And Ben Affleck plays like a horrible, crazy person. Yeah, just an evil online gambler. But what's amazing <laughs> about that is that, like, because I was so bored, within like two seconds, I stopped paying attention to the movie and just started trying to figure out why these people made it. And it's all in Costa Rica. It was basically just a paid vacation. And yeah. Ben Affleck, in particular. He has two scenes where he's not in some sort of gigantic resort or <laughs> casino or somewhere where, like, between takes, he could just go chill out. And those two scenes are both on a dock at night and could have been done on the same night. <laughs> and he could have had a day off the next day, which I'm sure he did. So he just went for the vacation? Yeah. I think that's safe to say for everyone. So it's not a good movie at all? It's pathetic. And I think that and I think that the reason it's coming up this week is because everyone knows, like, Gravity's going to make a bazillion dollars yeah. as it should. Mm-hmm. You should all see it, especially you, Wayne, because you don't go see movies in the theater. Yeah, I don't, generally. But you really so. should for this. I mean, it's still impressive on um, small screen and everything, but, yeah, like, it's a cliche to say a movie feels like a ride, but this is very different. Like, it, it feels like the season movie. But Maybe I'll just wait for, like, the Oculus Rift version and then watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'll float right into your Yeah, eyeball. exactly, yeah. Did you watch any uh, DVD titles that are worth mentioning? Um, yeah, I saw a bunch of like uh, uh, horror movie uh, DVDs. Uh, it is October. Exactly. There's been a slew of them coming out, and I saw a few this week. I watched um, Prince of Darkness, Show Factory put out a John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness Blu-ray. Nice. And that's a great flick. If, you guys, uh, if any of you guys have seen it. This is like it. the original Prince of Darkness? Yeah. Not a remake? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. um, yeah it's uh, apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, horror and math. Yeah, it's apocalyptic. Yeah, it makes no yeah. Horror and math. And and math is, is horror. Yeah, horror, math, and Alice Cooper. Yeah, and so. the best part is that even, like, John Carpenter in the com- commentary even said in the commentary, yeah, the story's all good. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Okay. It's really just about the sequences, and they're, they're extraordinary. Yeah, Alice Cooper is the leader of the uh, evil yeah. homeless. The evil homeless, yeah, who yeah, are just, like, staking zombies. out the church. Of course. If you've never seen that, that's a wonderful one, just as long as you find not paying attention. It's so different. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's kind of like the last great horror movie that he made. Because he made other good ones after that, but they were, like, in the mouth of 
Madness or yeah. that Cigarette Burns thing. In the Mouth of like, Madness was okay, though, yeah. It was great, but those are like, they were like meta-deconstruction horror movies. Yeah, like he was that's yeah. horror already. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's worth checking out. And then Shout Factory also put out Psycho 2 and 3 on Blu-ray. Oh. No, no, they're solid. Have you guys seen them? No. I know, right? <laughs> and that was my, and that's, of course, the reaction to How Dare You?, but they're actually really, really clever. Like, the first, the Psycho 2 in particular, um, it's written by Tom Holland, who did Fright Night and a bunch of other okay, nice. 80s movies. And, 80s horror movies. And it's about Norman Bates getting released 22 years later. Right, yeah. Not to be sane. Gets out, returns back home, starts living in the house again. They're never um, sane. Gets a job at the diner. And what's interesting about it is that uh, Norman Bates is actually the innocent in the story. And he's being terrorized by people who are calling him, pretending to be his mother, and killing people dressed up as his mother. What? Yeah. Wow. That's and a different you take. Don't, and everyone obviously thinks it's him, but it's not. That is actually kind of cool. Yeah. It's really clever. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. About it's the re- only way I could see them doing a sequel. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, it's obviously not as good as Psycho, because that's a masterpiece. Well, yeah. So as long as you can get past that and you view okay. it as an 80s horror movie with so, like, Perkins playing... 2001 and 2010. Were yeah. Like, 2001 isn't a bad movie. No, 2010 isn't a bad movie. You just can't compare yeah. it to well, 2001. Totally. No. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and I would even say it goes far, so far as to say it's better than 2010. It, okay. Like, it really is a movie. Really, Psycho 2 in particular is very overlooked. Um, Psycho 3, on the other hand, um, Andy Perkins directed that one, and it's basically the 80s slasher movie of uh, uh, Psycho that you expect, but it's so much fun, and there's like, and, and it's just filled with reference. like, Psycho 2 is all sort of illusions and takeoffs of Hitchcock, Psycho 3 is just straight up parody and references. There's a great scene when uh, Norman Bates kills a girl on the toilet, as opposed to in the shower, um, that's a good one. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of, it's like a horror comedy. You just laugh at all the blood being spilled and so forth. And yeah, I really recommend them, especially Psycho 2. Hmm. Okay. Because um, they're, everyone dismisses them, and justifiably, because that's ridiculous, but they're actually quite good. So yeah, if you're looking for Halloween watchings. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for Halloween watchings in the month of October. Exactly, exactly, and that's why Shout Factory was so good as to release them for you. And then you'll come back next week, and we can discuss Curse of Chucky. Yeah, I'll take a look at Curse of Chucky and uh, Machete as well. Oh yeah, Machete. Mm-hmm. All right, so that does it all for our movies. Thank you so much, Phil. Uh, I hope a lot of people get out this weekend and see Gravity. Actually, we're quite, I'm quite all interested. Of you guys see it so that we yeah, can next week. Uh, Wazy Kid and I plan on going to see it, but hopefully on a Tuesday when it's cheap and there's not that many people there. I mean, it's cheap, but there's always billions of people there. No, if you get on at the right, if you get in before people, before the din- like people eat dinner and then go to the movies, you get oh, in early enough. Oh, if you get matinee, then yeah, you're yeah. good. Totally. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta be quick, though. Mm. All right, so we move on to what you've been playing and yep. uh, who has been playing what? Who would like to start? Anybody? I'm, I've Anybody? been playing the same thing I've been playing like the last like month, so I can't go. What are Diablo. You? Wait, yeah. are you playing Diablo again? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to Brendan. No. And and Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Did you talk about Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, I talked last week. week so. mm-hmm. Wayne, yeah. anything new? Yeah, actually, um, I played and finished and wrote the review Killzone. for Killzone Mercenaries. Where can we find your review, Wayne? That's that's on our website. What's the website, Wayne? That's that's our. That's our website. <laughs> we just looked at our... Yeah, that's, I think you mean CGMagOnline.com? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah you, one. you go to that website, that address. and Go you know. under reviews and look for a Killzone... Mercenary. Mercenary. Yeah. For the Vita. Yes. That's uh, that's really the thing that sets this thing apart is that it's like this is probably the world's first 
pretty good first-person shooter played on a portable. Yeah, because you did Battlefield and... Uh, well, it's like there, there was the Call of Duty, which yeah, was Call a joke. I think it actually took, like, what, less than... Um, no like, one liked less that Less than, like, you know, two hours to finish that game. It was just... Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Resistance Burning Skies, I That's believe, was, was, like, the Vita version, which was just, like, okay, yeah, that was also very poorly put together. I mean, the reason for that was because they farmed those out to, like, you know, B-teams, where they were just like, okay, you, studio, we just don't care. Just put out something on the Vita just so that we can say that we've got our franchise on there. And, and they're probably hoping that Call of Duty would at least yeah. push some Vitas. Yeah. But... And the games were terrible, yeah. But then, yeah, Killzone Mercenary comes out, and it's still not Guerrilla Games, which is based in Amsterdam. Instead, it's Guerrilla Games Cambridge. So it's like, you know, okay, it's it's not exactly the B team, but still not exactly the A team either. Um, but still, um, Guerrilla Games Cambridge had full access to all of the assets um, that um, the original A team in Amsterdam had. And it, it really shows in the game. I mean, like, okay, for one thing, you're playing a first-person shooter on a portable with two analog sticks. So immediately, that's a big win. Um, the game controls just as well as it did on the consoles. So, you know, it's like that's, that's also good. I, I know that some people don't like the fact that Killzone felt like a little heavy compared to other first-person shooters. And that's still here in this game to a certain degree. Um, but Maybe, like, emotionally? Or no, no, no. The, the, the controls, okay. they, they, they felt more heavy. So they weren't as, like, you know, as okay. fast and agile and responsive. Of as you know, something right. like Call of Duty. Sure, if you're getting deep. Yeah, no, no, yeah. like you know, he- okay. heavy in this sense meant that you know, it's like the feel of the movement and all. I know what just you mean like for sure. Guys in heavy armor lumbering around, shooting, as opposed to just being able to just whip around and yeah. shoot really quickly, really nimble, really agile. Yeah. It's not that kind of gameplay. Cool. So they managed to retain that feel for the portable game, which may be a good thing or a bad thing, mm-hmm. depending on your feelings of the mm-hmm. console series. But um, yeah, what what really impresses me is um, just how much like um, a pretty decent quality console first person shooter it actually feels yeah. it's like you sort of sit there and you have to keep reminding yourself you know it's like I'm playing this on a portable I'm playing this on a portable because the graphics look phenomenal it's mm. you know it's like it's the kind of thing where while I'm commuting you know it's like people would actually stop and ask me like you know what what the hell is that that you're playing because they weren't used to seeing something that looked that good on a portable mm. I mean it's like you know like one guy even said he thought that I was just watching a video on YouTube yeah. of a game being played. He, he didn't think that that actually was the game. And then wow. I was like, no, that's... Did you say just... it's the best-looking uh, Vita game you've played? Um, actually, it, it, it might be up there, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, the only, the only real negative that I can say against it is that if you were to take it and put it up against, like, you know, its, it's console cousins... You know, on a big high def, you know, 40 inch or 50 inch TV screen, mm-hmm. the resolution of the textures isn't going to hold up because right. you know it's like it's not that powerful compared to the. Of PS3. course, but on a small screen, you yeah. wouldn't really notice. But that. on yeah, on a small yeah. screen, it actually looks amazing, yeah. um, and you know it's like it, it plays well. They've um, they've made it bite sized It's like the the whole game you can probably finish it in about four or five hours, mm-hmm. and it's designed so that you just can take the missions over and over again, and you can play them a bunch of different ways. So it's it's a bit like Splinter Cell, okay. where you can pick gear that will outfit you for using lots of gadgets, or you can pick out like heavy armor and just go like all out with the shooting, or you can pick like lighter stealth armor and go more for the infiltration and the stealth kills and all that sort of thing, and then you get various amounts of money. You know, based on your performance, and then you can use that to buy even better equipment and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then you can take all of that, uh, you know, including the perks, which are things like you know satellite directed laser attacks and all that. Mm-hmm. And you can 
you can bring that into the multiplayer mm-hmm. because there actually is multiplayer on this game. Mm-hmm. So, and the multiplayer actually works really, really well. So, it it really is in a sense like you know the complete first-person shooter package on a portable. It's just not like you know blow the doors down amazing. Like you know people aren't going to look at this and go, oh my god, it's just as good as Halo or it's just as good as Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. People will sit down and play it and go, this is actually pretty damn good. But the fact that you're playing it on a portable makes it amazing. Mm-hmm. So you know, that, that's my basic take on the game is that you, know, you can't go into it thinking that this is going to be the greatest first-person shooter ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, in console terms, it's a pretty damn good first-person shooter. See so if it tied you over while you're on the go. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you, you, can, yeah, you can sit down, you can play it, and you, know, it's like you can finish the level you know, in like anywhere from you know, 10 minutes to a half an hour, depending on how you decide to approach it. Mm-hmm. So it is meant to be played in bite-sized chunks. You know, it's like obviously multiplayer, that's like an entirely different proposition because yeah. that's multiplayer. That's your problem. Um, but uh, yeah, I, for Vita owners, you know, who, you know, if you've already got a Vita and you like first-person shooters, you, go, you should go out and get it. I'm not going to say if you don't have a Vita, you should go out and buy one just so that you can play Kills of a Mercenary. I don't know if it's that good. But Would you say there's any games that would motivate people to go out and buy it? Gravity Rush is good. Gravity Rush yeah, is really good. good. And if you're playing in Plus, it's free. And so. it's free, yeah. It's true. The Uncharted uh, one looked really good. Too. Which one? It's not. The Uncharted. No, the, the Uncharted one is decent. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 decent. It's it's like it's it's not amazing. Uh, it it feels like it's going through the motions. Okay. Uh, it you know it's like it, it doesn't actually fail. It just does feel like it's going through the motions. Right. That's all. So oh, okay. yeah, it's not doing anything particularly amazing. And there's just way too much touch in right. Uncharted. Um, the the one mechanic that they have is that you know it's like you have to do like charcoal rubbing, the rubbing, where you take paper oh. and then you put it on, and so you're constantly swiping. And every single level that you go through, it feels like they're making you do this like five or six times, where it's like, oh my god, again with the That's charcoal rubbing. Yeah. That's enough. I get it. You know, it's like I'm touching the screen. Woohoo! Can can we stop with this and mm. get back to the shooting? Mm. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, Killzone Mercenary. It is good. Cool. It, it's not. You know, killer app. You have to get a machine now just to own this. But if you've already got the machine, you should probably go out and get it. Cool. Um, Sounds like it's been a long time coming to have a FPS that's actually good on a hand. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, like that—that—that that, that is the one thing that I can say. It's like I—I I, I say this even in my review. I know that this is damning with faint praise, considering the quality of the other ones out there. But this really is the best portable first-person shooter out there. There's no question of that because the others are pretty much uniformly terrible. But so, yeah. Seems really strange because yeah. you think that uh, having a portable system for something with such a short match time. Yeah, but but I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, I, I have actually had people, like, stop and talk to me when they saw me playing it because they just couldn't believe that this thing was, like, you know, this was a real game being played on a portable. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's one game I've been playing, yeah. Cool. Uh, the other game that I've been playing, this is a bit of an oldie, but I finally got around to starting it up, is um, Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward. Ah. <laughs> okay, so Melanie actually knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Why have I heard that? Game? Yes, okay, so Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward is a Japanese game that is part puzzle, part novel. Um, so the way, the, the premise of this game is... You get kidnapped, you wake up, you're stuck in an elevator, you have no idea how you got there, there's somebody else with you, you guys have this weird, uh, each individual has like a weird bracelet which is attached to their wrist and there just doesn't seem to be any way to get it off. Um, Eventually you realize that the elevator that you're in is like a puzzle and you've got to solve the puzzle to get out. As soon as you do, you find that there's a whole bunch of other people who are also trapped in elevators and they manage to get out of it. And then you find out that you're going to be playing this game where there's this door and the the door will only 
only open if people accumulate nine points, which are being tracked on their uh, bracelet. And um, anybody that you know, like, attempts to um, circumvent the bracelets or you know, attempts to cheat the game in some way, shape, or form, uh, they will get penalized with points. And if their points hit zero, then the bracelets will go off, and they will be hit first with a general anesthetic to render them unconscious, and then a lethal injection to kill them. And the name of the game is Trust or Betrayal. So everybody is paired up with, like, you know, different people, and then you've got to decide whether or not you're going to trust this guy or whether or not you're going to assume that they're going to screw you over and you screw them over instead. And basically it just turns into this, you know, horrific psychological horror of, you know, people just Mm -hmm. being pitted against each other and, like, should I take a chance and trust you or should I just say no? I I know that I'm going to get screwed, so I've I've got to take you out before it happens to me. Yeah, so. Sounds a bit like 999. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it. You know, so so part of it is what they call a Japanese novel, where there is like you know dialogue, and you know it's like you just you know follow the characterization. You can't really interact, you know. And then the other part is the puzzles where you're trying to solve it, or you know the choices of betrayal, you know that kind of thing. And mm. it's, it's it's that's interesting. Yeah, it, it it is. I mean, it's like it's not a game for everybody, but for people that enjoy the whole tense psychological like. Mm-hmm. Should you do this or should you not? You know, it's like the game actually, it's it's pretty interesting. You know, nice. Also, the choices that you make are not permanent. So what happens is you can play through the game once, and then once you've actually cleared the game, you can actually go back and um, there are ways for you to actually change the choices that you've made so that you can Weird. see whether or not there are different outcomes and all that sort of thing. And so you can see, well, what would have happened if I decided to trust this person after all? And you can kind of just mess around, you know, with that. Yeah. So Weird. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting game. Until, you know, it's, it's, it's not for everybody, but I'm having fun with it just because it's just it's so bizarre. And the whole game really does emphasize some people will really, really screw you over. And sometimes... You are a massive jerk, and you just did something mm-hmm. terrible to somebody that wasn't asking for it. And like you know, don't don't you feel like a dick right sometimes now? Sometimes you're mm. the ass. Yeah, it's, exactly. Some, sometimes it makes you the ass, and you're like, oh, 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 I, I'm the bad guy here, and there's no way around it. <laughs> <laughs> like the, nice. the, the game does at turns make you hate humanity and make you hate yourself. So and and not many games do that. So yeah, I like that. Okay. So yeah, those are the two games that I've been playing. Nice. Uh, Phil, have you been playing anything? Just GTA V, which we talked about the last couple of weeks. Almost done the story. I haven't done the online yet just because it sounds like it's... It's kind of messed up right yeah, now. It sounds it's like broken. it's not working right it's now, which, broken. I mean, you have to assume, especially yeah. since they've already sold like a billion copies or... Billion yeah, basically a billion dollars, a billion like copies. Everyone on Earth has a copy. They've so disabled like, the microtransactions. Yeah, they have. Yeah, totally. So Try I'm to speed, sure, get I'm people sure it'll be trouble to get that up and running. So are you, yeah. you going to pass out tonight while you play more? You said you've been falling asleep as been, you've been playing. I've been falling asleep in missions and driving off the road. Are exploding. Um, I think I'm going to try and stop that. It seems unhealthy. Probably. But I've only got a couple missions left, so. Better than driving off the road in real life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty well just that. I downloaded the Ninja Turtle arcade game for my phone. Nice. So, oh, for your phone? Yeah. Because yeah. You're, you're a badass like that? Yep. 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 Because I like people judging me in public. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, I mean, that's pretty well it. But I should be joining GTA soon and. I'll probably play something else. Cool. Like, yeah. yeah. What well, coming up for you on the review list is Batman. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, nice. oh. he'll ooze again, oh, all over again. That'll be fun. I don't think I'm going to be oozing. I have a feeling that's going to be the weakest of the three. Yes, yeah. it is. Right. But I, <laughs> I played of it, it's actually not bad so far. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be fun. If the detective, the detective stuff is much better this time around. Yeah, well, it'd yeah. be the same mechanics. So, like, well, the, me- the detective actually can rewind time and see how everything. Oh, cool. It's actually really cool. Yeah, and the central concept I quite like. Yeah. and I love Batman. So, yeah. Are you looking and forward death, to new is villain? it Deathstroke? 
Deathstroke. Yeah. yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New villains. What's Copperhead? New? Deadshot. Black Mask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that should be very good. Can't wait for that. And I'm also really looking forward to the uh, like all Marvel heroes. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a good time. You have some DC. You have some Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good have everything you need. It's the classic confrontation. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Definitely. And also the DC, the last, the Batman one that was essentially a DC universe Lego was so much fun. It was yeah. so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those Lego games are just. They're only, they're entertaining only as hell. They're really only getting better. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex? I've been playing GTA V. Okay. Everyone's playing GTA V. Second time through. and uh, Second time. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't do last time. Because I kind of rushed it the first time. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot of stuff. And it's all good. It's all very good. It's all very good. And... Uh, Trevor is insane, and I've been finding new stuff, including, I think the I think the point of madness for me was when I rotated the car around and found Mr. Raspberry Jams dropped to the hood. Hey, did you not notice that the first time? I didn't. What happens? Uh, the teddy bear, Mr. Raspberry Jam. Okay. It's on the front of his truck. Yeah, it's tied to the front of, to the grill of his truck. If of you've seen the scene with it, then it's probably already on the front of your truck. Yeah. You oh. check it out. Uh, as I've said a few times, do not talk about Mr. Raspberry Jam. This is not a road you want to travel. Okay, fair enough. But other than that, standard, same as last week, Warframe, and I tried uh, Terraria. Oh, nice. Rel- oh, relatively yeah. old game. Is that what you just dig? It's basically 2D Minecraft. Yeah, it, it's, it's cute. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It didn't quite hold. It didn't quite hold me, but you know, maybe I'll, I'll get interested in it. And I didn't immediately throw up my hands and throw it down. So. That's good. Actually, that reminds me. If uh, you're a huge South Park fan, this past episode was oh, about yeah. Minecraft. Yeah, oh, God. about that. I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it it's tonight not great, and report funny. back on it. It's funny. Yeah, it's probably not as good as the World of Warcraft episode, but no, I'll take not. it. It's been the first two episodes have been a little weak, but that, that was that seems, last last season was weak too. Well, though. that seems to be the deal with South Park now is that it, they're all, I mean they're always always enjoyable, and there's normally one or two per run where they yeah. really yeah, nail the they, they haven't done it yet. The funniest part of the new episode was actually uh, the way they represent the cable companies. There's all the stuff people going trying to block channels and get new yeah. channels, and it's just a sad guy being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you." Mm. And then they take their and then they start playing with their nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and it's amazing. So sounds like customer service, definitely. So yeah, so that's a fun episode, but it's not. Yeah, it's fun, but it's not temperate. It's Minecraft East, so check it out. Oh yeah, there's tons of Minecraft stuff you'll enjoy. All mm-hmm. right, I can't remember the last time I actually was on podcast and what I talked about, so I'll just mention briefly, I got Saints Row 4. Oh, also we should talk about um, Swap Force. Yeah, okay, we can can kind of all touch, we we saw most of it, but first, Saints Row 4, amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank Are you, you Wayne. Laughing? Yes. Are you laughing? I even forgot about Hideaway until it actually happened. Oh. I was like, right! Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes, the Hideaway am, moment was just, yeah. I am flying a plane to watch his love. Yep. And I got to run around naked and make moves on Keith David. He rejects me every time. Yeah. Though. It's sad. David's a good guy. You were never good enough for Keith David. No. Yeah, No much. one's good enough for Keith David. Yeah, but if you've seen Requiem for a Dream, you'll know that you probably shouldn't be with Keith David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all of them. All of them, I didn't like it. That's all I really remember about it. Yeah. Keith David is a noble guy. He was Goliath. Except in Requiem for Dream, where he's like the opposite of noble. Yeah, he's not very noble. Mm-hmm. That oh, wasn't God. Keith David. That was Jared David. Okay. Keith David is a sweetheart. Anyway, 
Amazing game. Absolutely hilarious. Yep. And funny. That's the important It's just... It, it really is funny. My roommate was playing with the sound down. I said, how can you do that? Half the fun is the sound of this game. You have to play with the yeah. sound up. Oh, it's yeah. like playing Portal with no sound. That is weird, too. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That Without GLaDOS, really it's nothing, yeah. to right? Not, to not hear GLaDOS. Just exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Brendan and I and a few other lucky people in the CNG office, or sorry, CGM office, got to play Skylander Swap Force. Yep. We were only saying it's fortunate because he brought in the PS4 with him and we got to touch it. Yeah. Touch it. Love it. Look like a VCR. Looks because like it was a, it's a pre-release thing, so it has like this weird casing on it. Yeah. But uh, Skylanders, uh, has anyone at the table played Skylanders other than, you know, no? This is the first I have heard of this. Really? Yes. It's actually been going for quite a while. It started with Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah? And now he's not such a big part of it anymore, but that's how it is started. Is he even in the game other than, like, by... Other than the figure? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I don't think he's been in it for a little while. Now it's just its own entity of Weird. Yeah, but it, you can, if you own the figure already, you can bring it. If you own the figure already, you can put him in. But so I don't think you can... this, yeah. It's a, it's a game where you have a base and they figures. It's what started the whole thing before Disney Infinity came along. It's, a, it's that concept. You have a figure, you put on a base, loads it into your gameplay, etc., etc., uh, but for Skylanders, this is actually seems like one of the more exciting Skylanders titles. They added a jump button, which if you're like used to playing games and you're looking for that jump button and they don't have one, you're just like, what? Yeah, you kind of need to jump. You, you, Final you, Fantasy XIV. You didn't need it. You just you it has, yeah, it has yeah. to be there. You just feel yeah. incomplete. Yeah. yeah. If I cannot jump, I feel incomplete. So they did add that feature, which is nice because, you know, you, you do want to jump sometimes. It does help. And they made it uh, quicker paced. And mm-hmm. The problem with the last Skylanders and some Skylanders before that is that the characters themselves actually just walk slowly as it was no run. Mm-hmm. And they've actually speed it, sped it up. Because so. I got really bored trying to walk from just one end of tiny map to the other end. Cause it just takes forever. But yeah, it actually seems pretty good. I asked Brendan to play. Did You uh, You played all of a few minutes of it, didn't you? It was okay. It, it, it feels like a game that's well made, just I don't think it's made for me whatsoever. No, it's not. It's way too cute and colorful for you. Yeah, I mean, way it was cool to swap them out. They, the figures feel nice. No. The figures are nice. Uh, you can swap between tops of the bases and or tops of the figures tops and, and bottoms, bottoms of, which are the bases, and they come with different abilities, and it's a lot more interesting. There's something like 250 combinations, so at least it will give your kids lots of time to just do that. It will probably suck up a lot of money, Yeah. much yeah. like Disney Infinity. Well, which, each, each swap for figure is 16 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Wow. And each regular figure is like 12. Or maybe no, each regular figure is like 9. I think they're 9, nine, nine. And then it just like, I can see how if you buy all like this 12 stuff, it's a, it, it could add up quite a bit. It's like Disney Infinity. It'll just, if you have children, it will suck the money out of your pocket. License print money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But it does seem like they actually wanted to go into direct competition with Disney Infinity this time because they did add a lot of features, which they were lacking before. Yeah, you can jump now. Yeah, so I actually do look forward to trying out the entire campaign. And they kept, oh, what is his name? The guy who plays Kronk and Putty and he's on... Yes, thank you. He's, he's actually a voice actor and he's one of the main side characters in the entire series. Roxanne. They, they, they kept him in there as well. He was good with the tech. You guys ever see his life? Oh, yeah. 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 That was actually decent. Really, yeah. really good. And they have the guy who plays Invader Zim play the evil person. Which is kind of awesome. I actually don't know his name. I just know him as Invader Zoom. Anyway, so that's Skylanders. I'll be reviewing it in a couple weeks. We'll see if it how it compares to the other disc games out there. <laughs> Disney Infinity. And that's really its only competition. Yeah. Yep. That's it. 
until they start bringing out more and more of these games, yeah. which I would actually probably revel until in. Until Hasbro and jumps into it. I mean, oh god, Transformers how, platform yeah, game. Like, how could Hasbro not jump into? I kind of want that. It's going to be Barbies yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's Mattel. Yeah, like, just like just stick, you know, no, whatever like, you've you know, got yeah, like on the base. Transformers and GI Joe and yeah. stuff like that. Be fair, I kind of want that to be thing. If they do that, I'm just done yeah. for. I already sinking my own money into both these games, and it's gonna just be a money sucker. It's just in time for Christmas. There you go. Your kids are gonna want Skylanders for Christmas, and then more Skylanders, and then more Skylanders. And then you will have no money. Yeah, but we'll let you know how it is in a couple of weeks. Yeah, when it comes out, it comes out in the 15th, 12th, something. The Tuesday, some Tuesday in October. Mid mid October Tuesday. Uh, I think it's the 12th. I don't know. Yes. This I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's a Sunday. Uh, then the, 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 the Tuesday after 14th? that. 14th? They were on there. Sundays. Eh, who knows? Usually Nintendo games only. Yeah. We'll find out. Not a Nintendo game. Yeah. Oh, mysterious. Activate. We'll get to the office. We'll review it. Lots will be done. Thought, <laughs> stuff will be reviewed and played with. Mm-hmm. Toys will be collected. I don't think we have any other goodness for you guys today, do we? Anyone want to say anything? No, that was a, a lot of goodness. Yeah, yeah, I think that, we're good. We lots I think of side we should take the whole Batman Superman discussion and just make one podcast out of it. <laughs> it was a good twenty-minute discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, well, let's wrap up there. I think we have to kind of wait for the movie to. I was gonna say, I guess we have to, to actually get full force. It might not suck. It might not. Yeah. Well, no. It's, okay, it's, we know that no, neither, of them, neither of them are going to technically win. They'll both get yeah, out the Yeah, they're going to probably all go against Lex Luthor or something like that. They'll yeah. probably just shake hands, yeah, and have yeah. a three. Brian Cranston is Lex Luthor. They're obviously not going to be. If they had one of them win, the rage would be world shattering. Oh, God, yeah. I think they should do that. They should do that. Batman just wins. Like, what? I won. Batman, Bam! The Batman wins in a really silly way. Like, he just punches, he just uh, sucker Anti punches Superman Batman with a truck. Yeah. Like, made of kryptonite. Yes, made of kryptonite. I just hope Zack Snyder gets shot before he can <laughs> Oh, man. I guess you could grind down, okay, like, can you grind down kryptonite and make it into a spray so yeah. you can just have anti-Superman yeah, spray? He already has that. I thought he already had that. Anti-Superman spray? He has, a, he has, a, he has an aerosol. He has, a, he has a, I believe Batman has an aerosol of, uh, of kryptonite. I just believe that if Superman beat the crap out of Batman, Batman would just sleep with Lois Lane and be done. Well, he has his swath. It's one of the animated yeah, series. See? see I, ju- I could just see that happen. Batman- no, he, he, he sleeps with Wonder Woman. Well, that's in the comics, isn't it? Oh, he does, in the uh, series, he also has Wonder Woman. Because, you know, Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman. I, Bam. I, I was actually talking about... Yeah, you're, you're right. Well, you know, it's, he's Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He can sleep with anyone he wants, even Tony Stark. Yeah, if he wants to sleep with Tony Stark, he can. <laughs> and the fan fiction writers start writing. I'm sure <laughs> that exists. I don't think anyone. Batman and that. Tony Stark. There's yeah. no way that hasn't already been done. Yep. Can you imagine the kind of technology they would come up with, though? That'd be amazing. They would be great lovers. Mm-hmm. They would. They would make an amazing power couple right there. Mm-hmm. Why is that not a thing? All right, ruling the world. It is. Bruce Wayne, I'm Tony sure Stark. It is. In, the, in the realm of slash fiction, I'm sure Once that there's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Iron Bat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ew. Anyways. <laughs> More just the, the naming of that just sounds awful. All, right. All power to them if they want to do it. All right. Moving on from the slash fiction. <laughs> well, that's how Fifty Shades of Grey was made. You know, just saying. That's how what? Fifty, 50 Shades of Grey was made. We're not going to give any coverage to that trash. <laughs> that wasn't slash fiction. That was just fan fiction. That was fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. A Fifty Shades of Grey video game. And now that I say it, I'm really afraid that there is one. There probably is going to be one. Oh, no. Wait, I don't even know. I'm sure it's being developed for Oculus. I was going to say, it's the Oculus Rift Everything is being developed for Oculus But no man will want to play it. It'll just be for women. Well, no man will admit to playing it. 
But they will. Yeah. It's like the will. Hannah Montana of the PlayStation trophies. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, let's wrap up there. I would tell you about guys about the time I was in a bookstore and a twelve-year-old boy showed up and asked if they had a copy of Fifty Grades of Shades of Grey because his mother what? wanted it. His mother sent him out to buy a copy. That is weird. Seems <laughs> like here I'm going to tape this twenty-dollar bill to your jacket. Now you go and yeah. buy this book for really mommy. The guy in the bookstore was like, I don't know if I should sell that. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, it's okay though. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. fine for books, but it's not fine for games. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, it's, no, it's fine for books. But it's not fine for books. They, they have to be old enough to read it and understand but, it. Yeah. So, but, uh, but maybe, books, yeah. yes. There, there's like no actual law saying that a kid can't go into a store and They're buy. Just happy people are book. reading. Like, oh, yeah. you want to read? Fine, take it, so, take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just gave too many people hope that they could have their stuff published when they can't write. Uh, All right, let's end this. Yes, it's yeah. getting. This is going off the rails very fast. Mm-hmm. I didn't say Fifty Shades of Grey. Someone else did. I did. There you go. It's yeah. your fault. It's your fault. Yeah, of course it is. Anyway. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find us and all that? Where can they find us? They can find us at cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you haven't updated your bookmarks from cgmagazine.ca, do it now. You can still see us at cgmagazine.ca, but, you know, come on over to the new site. Get with yeah, the new time. They're literally the exact same site. Yeah, but get with the new. new. According to Neil Patrick Harris, new is always better. Uh, that's okay. Barney. So do I, that. Okay. Or you can find us at Twitter at CGM+. You can find us on Facebook at Comics Gaming Magazine. Just search Comics Gaming Magazine or Facebook.com slash Comics Gaming Magazine, and we're there. We put up pretty pictures, well, not always pretty pictures, but pictures on a regular basis of random stuff that you can find around the Internet, including a realistic-looking Bowser. Uh, someone has been writing romance dinosaur novels. Of course. Why not? Yeah. I don't know why. Fifty Shades of Grey, dinosaur version, whatever. Money. Yeah. That is so weird. Who is buying romance? Okay, no, we're not going to go off. You don't want to know that. Anyway, always neat stuff that I just find on the internet and think people have to see this, and I stick it on the Facebook page and Twitter. And I question everything about humanity when you do. Why? Some of them are pretty cool. Humanity has already proven itself to be a very bizarre creature. True. Okay. Just accept it. Bizarre and perverted. Oh yes. Anyways. You can also check out uh, our friends over, but these warriors are terrible. Yes, the podcast where they basically it's a radio drama where they play out tabletop a, RPGs. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Wow, all in, in character. character, all in character. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. They invited me. I've been on it once. Yeah, I'm going to be on it again. To be on next weekend, nice. but I have to eat with my family for Thanksgiving. It's That's actually right, really, Canadian Thanksgiving is next weekend. Deal with it, mm-hmm. and it's actually really good. It's a really well worth listening, and the way they have kind of a wrap up at the end kind of discusses how they did it all and stuff. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a it's. Radio drama. And uh, as we said last time, there have been episodes where Commander Shepard has been on one. Yeah, they have some famous people just kind of drop in and decide they're going to play tabletop games. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. They've done a little bit of everything, and every set they do, every series is yeah. a different game, so they're always doing new stuff. They've done Pokemon, they've done Survivor. I didn't even know there was a Survivor there tabletop is. game, but apparently there was. Yeah. Uh, next week they're doing Call of Cthulhu. That might not be going online to a while, but... <clears throat> no, but that's what they'll be recording. Yeah. At least so people know what to look forward to. Yeah. Give them something to look the forward Paul to. The original Call of Cthulhu? I don't know. Wow. I have no idea. <laughs> I not. If they're talking about the original edition, then wow, that's that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard game. They are hardcore oh, yeah. people. That is a hard game to play. But you can visit their website and you can see their backlog of podcasts they've done and upcoming shows they plan on doing. So make sure you check out These Warriors Are Terrible. Mm. There's also a link to their podcast on our website. There's indeed. CGMag online. In the podcast section. In the podcast section. Awesome. So check them out as well. That's I don't it. think there's anything else. That's it. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for upcoming contests. We might have something to give away. Actually, there is one more thing. New issue. 
Yes, in some social shelves. Yay! Add some factor. And Zinio and all those stuff. Yes, make sure you take out, like, check out the new issue that has Splinter Cell on the cover. It yeah. also has an interview with Alex. I don't want to screw up his last name. Perizo. Perizo. Which Wayne conducted. Yep. 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 With some great art done by uh, Charlene oh, yeah. Chu. Is also. Oh, your wife. Oh, her name is Chua. Chua? Yeah. I always say it wrong. <laughs> yeah, because I was like... Either Wayne doesn't know who he's married to or Brendan doesn't know how to yeah, say his like, name. I was assuming I it was me. Yeah, like, I didn't think he didn't know. I don't know who that is. Cause <laughs> no, like, that, that is my bad. Yeah, it's like, Chua? Also, yeah, Chua. Chua. We also have an interview with Hellboy creator, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Magnolia. 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 Yeah. I don't like people's last names. I feel like I'm going to just butcher them every time I see them. Well, let's wrap up there. All right. Well, don't you want people to hear about the new issue? Okay, Jeez. yes, continue. I think they've turned off. They're not there. Fine. Don't support us then. Just let us flounder over here. The issue looks really nice and it has cool stuff in it. Yes. yes. Look. Chapters, Indigo, Book City, Multi Pages, and Zinio.com. Save some trees and save some money. Get a whole year subscription for $9. Canadian? For a limited time. That's Canadian, too. So you Americans are getting a good deal. For a limited time. That will be going up soon, so get it while you can. Yep. Go for it. And everybody from here at CGM, thanks for listening. Bye. So long.